the pitch pod everybody i am jeff stebbins we're happy to have you back with me as always my trusty co-host joe janner joe how you doing this evening i'm doing right i'm happy to say that i'm reporting from philadelphia this evening and so it's a little bit different setting but i'm glad to be here as always on the pitch pod absolutely absolutely uh i you want to take a moment and kind of fill them in on what you're doing and, and where you're at Yes, I'm here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania to attend the United Soccer Coaches Convention. Looked at it as a great opportunity to visit a city here and get around and meet people, some from the past, some new people, and get around and see what's happening in the world of soccer in the United States. Nice, nice. Yeah, I love Philadelphia. And, and you know this, I told you. It's it's hard to beat a good Philly cheesesteak, and, and you got the Rocky Stairs, um so that's that's great i yeah definitely envious of you but um so here we are we're back it's been a little while but our last game that we reviewed was a la liga match barcelona atletico madrid and it was an interesting match kind of not quite what we expected there was some um, physical altercations especially at the end resulting in a couple cards but Joe, what were your initial takeaways from that match? I think the biggest one is just even look at the scoreline, Atletico zero, Barcelona one, with the stats to go along with it, 20 shots, five on target for Atletico, and you, they still don't score a goal. I think we know going into it, it's going to be a physical match. I didn't think there's going to be a wrestling match involved in, as a part of it, as a side note. But I think it's got to be disappointing for them in the sense that you get to a point where in that type of a level of a competition, you're creating that many chances to get shots on goal and nothing comes from it. So I think that's probably one of the biggest lines from there. The biggest takes, you know, it's like zero, one in that contest where I, we talked about in the last episode, maybe it wasn't meaningful from one or the other, but then you go back and say, if, that's, if you had those many chances, you would have liked to have gotten a result from it. So I think it's got to be disappointing for a let it go. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That and that was essentially my takeaway too. That many shots on goal and not not putting one away when when you had an opportunity. And and yeah, the the I'm still kind of trying to wrap my head around around the uh the wrestling match at the end, which apparently Torres got a red card for, and so he wasn't allowed to play today. But the good thing for Barcelona is Lewandowski is back. And he actually had a pretty nice goal today. I don't know. Did you have a I know you're busy there with meetings and and uh, meeting people in the soccer world. But did you have a chance to catch that game? It was, it was a pretty fun match. They're talking about you're referencing the Copa del Rey competition, right? So he has, right, he would have been suspended for league play, but he was eligible for that. So that he was able to get in and be involved and contribute and get, help the team. I think we mentioned that. It's like when you're out, you're a top goal scorer, a contributing attacking player is going to influence what the rest of the team does. And to have him back for that competition is good for Barcelona. Yeah, they looked they looked good. Uh, there's a penalty, and uh, Barcelona ended up taking it. But yeah, they they definitely look like a much different team when Lewandowski's up top, and it was fun to watch that. I I did enjoy that game uh, actually quite a bit more with him up there and and seeing some stuff happen. But looking ahead, the game that we're choosing to focus on this is also a game that is going to be fun and. 
people probably have some strong feelings on which side they're they're going to root for. But we're looking at Manchester United versus Manchester City. And at this point, Man United is giving a is given a 23% chance likelihood of winning. There's a 52% chance likelihood of Manchester City winning and that's sitting at a 25% likelihood of a draw which you know right away um when you consider that it's the number 2 team in the league Manchester City going against the number 4 team in the league both quality teams both with a lot of star power i mean i don't know right away it seems like a lot of people are just assuming that Manchester City is going to have this in the bag and considering it's a home game and you know how both teams are playing relatively well I, to me I don't know what what you're thinking Joe but to me those projections those percentages seem a bit lopsided um what do you what do you think about that I think we talked about this initially I, I want to look at those numbers and just put out there maybe the line of not enough respect for Manchester United team especially at home I mean, they're fourth. They're with 35 points. It's only a four-point differential between the two sides. And, and the way that they played, the way they performed in recent fixtures, I know not outside of the league, but also in cup games, I mean, you have to think that they have a better chance than what those numbers project. And so I think that is – I think the, I like to see how those numbers are calculated in the sense that I do favor Manchester United a little bit more in the sense that they should be able to perform and get re- a result out of this. Yeah, uh, it's a home game for Manchester United. They've been playing really well. Again, they're fourth in the league. And um, and so it, it's going to be a fun match. I, th- I think it's going to be pretty close. And uh, that's what my prediction is going to show as well. But Manchester United, being the fact that even though they're at a home game, they're still, you know, given a much smaller likelihood of winning this game. And, and they are ranked below Manchester City. So I guess you could say they're the underdogs, even though it's a home match. So if you're coaching Manchester City, or I'm sorry, if you're coaching Manchester United and you have this powerhouse of De Bruyne, Holland, um, Phil Foden, if you coming in and you're in your backyard, you know, what's your game plan? You know, obviously you want to contain possession of the ball. You want to, um, keep it away from Holland as much as possible. But, you know, outside of that, what's your game plan? Because we know Manchester City is so aggressive and, and so dangerous on the offensive side of the ball. So, you know, how, how do you kind of uh, take that on from a manager's perspective? So I think that a lot of the training would go into preparing for a match like this would be on the organization of the defense when not in possession and making sure that all those players that you have out there are ready to understand what that attacking opposition from Manchester City is going to look like, prepare for it, plan for it, and look for those moments when you can win the ball and play in the counter. I think that you have a structure and a system. Maybe creativity is a buzzword in the sense of how the players in that squad have been used. And so I don't want to maybe ask for a flawless performance, but I think that's a, in some sense was going to take. So maybe it's, it's a Manchester United team that is playing at a level of concentration, focus and determination to limit and or neutralize whatever Manchester city will be doing in the tack. 
That makes sense. Yeah, I can definitely see that being the focus for training uh, leading up into this match. It's just focus, creativity. You know, we know that they're going to be a threat when it comes to scoring. So how are we going to put the ball on the back of the net? So that makes that makes complete sense to me. Um, do you think that the Manchester United fan base, I mean, obviously, I'm sure Man City is going to show up for that. It's a big rivalry match. But how much of an impact is it to have it be a home game? How much of an advantage is that for Manchester United? I think you might say that it's everything. If this were the reverse fixture and Manchester City was hosting Manchester United, I, I might be looking at this match completely different. But the time that they've had off with the league, with different contests and different competitions, their fan base has got to be excited about this opportunity to really show the legitimacy of where they stand within this league. Fourth place with 35 points with this competition, with where this league is right now, there's nothing to, to look aside from. I think it's it's respectable. That's what my point was being. I don't know that the probabilities and the, the numbers we've looked at this has really shown the respect for what Manchester United brings to this competition and and will present a challenge, absolutely, for Manchester City side, whether that Holland is there. I mean, again, does he score one? Does he score two? I don't know. But then it's going to take a performance from Manchester United. It's going to go above and beyond that. And it says, again, I don't know if the buzzword is flawless, but I think that their concentration and focus has to be absolute. Yeah, if 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 Man U pulls this off, it you know it's going to obviously increase their rankings in the league and put them in uh, a good position to to compete throughout the rest of the season, obviously. But it's also big for them with all this recent drama that they had with Ronaldo and and getting traded and, and, and everything like that. So, you know, I'm sure they kind of have a fan base that, that wasn't necessarily happy with how that played out. Um, and so, you know, moving forward, this could be huge. You know, it's a chance to say, hey, we just beat Holland and Man City in the number two team in the league. Look at where we're positioned now and really get some momentum for the rest of the season. So I agree. I think this game is super important for Man United, and it could be, uh, you know, no pun intended, but a game changer for their outcome throughout the rest of the year. So I do think it's that important as far as momentum going forward. What do you think, Joe? Absolutely. I mean, you get talked about the differential between the two. You got a fourth place side in Manchester United versus Manchester City in second. It's four points. You go in there, you, you get the win, and you, you put yourself in a really, really good position. You go in there and even you, you get the draw. It still says something about the level, especially these top four sides and where they're at and the rest of the competition. I think anything less than that would be disappointing as far as what they've been doing up to this point. So I don't want to say they would go in there ever saying, well, if we just get a draw, we'll be, that'd be satisfactory. I think they're going to play to win. I think you have to. I think this is a game with the Manchester United side, where they are in the positioning. You mentioned the fan base a couple of times, the supporters looking at what they can do. I think they're going in there saying, let's win this one. Oh, they have to. They have to. Which leads us to the predictions. I'm going to let you go first on this one, Joe. <laughs> it's tough because I, I, we didn't address it early on. We haven't talked about the, the reverse fixture, a 6-3 win by Manchester City. With you know That was a big surprise early on. And then now we're here already looking at these. That's what's exciting about this phase of the season. Now we're getting the reverse fixtures where these teams are now seeing each other again in the English Premier League contest. And I talked about it. It must win happen. All that being said, 
I see a draw. I see a 2-2 draw in this contest, Manchester United versus Manchester City. Fair enough. Yeah, I've been going back and forth. I, I, I do think it's going to be really tight. And so a draw is definitely a possibility. I think we're going to see a match that's not just a 1-0 kind of match, 1-0 match. I, I don't think it's going to be that low scoring. Both of these teams can score. So it's going to be it's going to be a fight, but I'm going to go with Man City because, again, I, I just can't go against them with the kind of talent they have at this point in the season. So I'm going to Manchester City, and I'm going to say that they're going to win this game. Let's go 3-2. That in itself sounds like it could be a very competitive game. I mean, is that, I mean, I almost wonder, is that going to be back and forth? Is it going to be all the way to the end? I mean, you got Holland scoring? Oh, yeah. You got to put Holland down for at least one. And I think I think it is going to go all game. I think it is going to be back and forth. You know, I, I imagine there's probably going to be a PK or two. I imagine there's going to be a, a corner here and there. Holland's always dangerous sitting up front with his height and using his body and his awareness. So I got to have Holland at least scoring one in this match. I'd be shocked if he didn't. Um, but that's my prediction. Any final notes from Joe in Philadelphia? I'm envious. I bet our viewers are envious. So hopefully you're at least enjoying those Philly cheesesteaks on our behalf, Joe. Yes, on the behalf of Pitch Pot, I am enjoying a Philly cheesesteak. It is on the itinerary for sure. I'm not leaving here without doing so. And then looking forward to this upcoming match and seeing where we would stand in our next episode. So thanks again for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Please like, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your families if you like our content. We're going to continue bringing you good stuff throughout the remainder of the season. And as always, keep pitching out there, everybody. In a game, the round ball, round posts, Anything can happen.